South Korea also moving up. That's up about uh, 1%. And looks like the Hang Seng is going to open about 170 points higher when trading gets going in an hour's time. Thank you very much for listening this morning. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. Coming up after the news, back chat with Jim Gould and Mike Rouse. The weather forecast. Sunny intervals and a few showers. Maximum temperature is going to be around 32 degrees. Sunny periods in the next few days. It's going to be a bit windy tomorrow. Uh, 29 degrees right now. 80% relative humidity. Time's 8.30. Here's Andrew Shrosky with the half-hour news. Thank you, Peter. Sports Commissioner Yong Tak Kong says the organizers of the Hong Kong Marathon are considering options over holding the event after receiving feedback from runners and the public. November's race was abruptly cancelled on Friday, with organizers citing time constraints. Mr. Young told RTHK that it was hoped a decision could be announced as soon as possible. In the past few days, we continue to discuss with them, and we understand that they are considering different options because they uh, receive a lot of feedback from the runners and also from the public, and they understand that a lot of people would like to participate in the marathon, so they are considering ways to Leading microbiologist and government advisor Yang Kwok Yong says COVID-19 has become endemic in Hong Kong and it's time for the government to relax social distancing measures so life can get back to normal. Todd Harding reports. Professor Yun made the remarks in an article he penned with his colleagues from the University of Hong Kong. They wrote that Hong Kong has built a strong shield against severe cases through vaccination and natural infections and noted that the COVID fatality rate from June to September had fallen to less than 0.1%. They said quarantine tests can be removed and a more aggressive approach could be adopted for arrivals than the proposed plan of seven days of medical surveillance. But they also called for a comprehensive monitoring system for new variants of COVID-19 and said the wearing of face masks must remain in place. Queen Elizabeth has been laid to her final rest at a private ceremony in Windsor after a service of committal at St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. Earlier, 500 dignitaries, including presidents, prime ministers and royalty from around the world, attended the state funeral service at Westminster Abbey. It was the biggest single gathering of global statesmen and women in living memory. In his sermon, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Willoughby, praised the Queen for leading a life of loving service. Her late Majesty famously declared on a 21st birthday broadcast that her whole life would be dedicated to serving the nation and Commonwealth. Rarely has such a promise been so well kept. Few leaders receive the outpouring of love that we have seen. The late Queen's coffin then travelled by hearse to her final resting place at Windsor Castle. Hundreds of thousands of people lined the route of her final journey. You're listening to the news on RTHK. Good morning and welcome to Tuesday's Back Chat. I'm Jim Gould and your guest presenter today is once again Mike Rouse. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Jim. On today's programme, we'll be talking mostly about the recycling industry. After the Territory's uh, only drinks carton recycler, Mill Mill, said it may have to close down as its lease is not being renewed and it's been told to move out by the end of the year. 
The pulp plant is situated in Yuanlong, in an area run by Hong Kong Science and Technology Parks. The Science Park says it needs the area for a reindustrialization project that was launched last year and it would continue to discuss the moving out date with the company and may offer a grace period if needed. After 9.15, we'll look at how uh, regional ozone and smog problems affect our health. Let us know what you think. You can leave a message on our Facebook page at Backchat on RTHK Radio 3, email us at backchat at rthk.hk, or you can give us a call on 233-88266. And we're joined uh, now on the line uh, by Harold Yip, who's uh, Executive Director of uh, Mill Mill, and also Chung Shanshan, a senior lecturer at the Department of Biology at Hong Kong Baptist University. Um, perhaps uh, Mr Yip first, uh, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, thanks for joining us uh, on the programme. Uh, can you tell us what is the latest uh, situation now? I see there's a, a story in uh, this morning's Hong Kong Standard that says uh, there's been an uh, approach from Singapore to uh, uh, see, if you, see if you want to go and set up down there. Um... Well, first, we, we talked to Singapore uh, last year already, and then uh, we are not talking about uh, 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 this or that, but, but rather we are, our plan is to sell both, uh, uh, for, uh, to run both uh, uh, pub mill, uh, recycled pub mill for beverage cartons in Hong Kong and Singapore. That, that is, uh, so that, that, that's, that's not talking about we close Hong Kong and then move to Singapore. Mm. Okay, so what's going on here in Hong Kong? Um, well, uh, our, our tendency will uh, will end by the uh, by, by by December thirty first mm -hmm. uh, this year, and then uh, we would like to renew the 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 the, uh, the, the, the tendency. But uh, Science Park informed us that because of the uh, strategic direction, uh, uh, they couldn't renew our, our our rental contract, and then uh, we uh, we we uh, we are, uh, we were asked to move out our, 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 uh, uh, yeah, uh, as soon as possible, or uh, yeah, or they they may give us some grace period, uh, 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 some months, uh, uh, yeah, but but still we have we have to move out next year. Do, do we know what the project is that they're going to develop when you're gone? Uh, okay, we uh, we set up the recycle pub bill uh, uh, two hundred one nine in Hong Kong. Right. In fact, uh, yeah, we uh, we applied the, the recycling fund and support, uh, got the support of the recycling fund uh, in two hundred one seven, and then uh, we we look for possible uh, uh, premises to uh, to house the uh, the machine, uh, uh, the uh, yeah, the operation, and then uh, finally we uh, we got referral by. Uh, uh, Innovative uh, uh, bureau, and then and then contact the science part, and then right. uh, yeah, and then uh, we went for a tender process to to obtain this land, and in uh, and, and uh, yeah, in two hundred one eight, and and at that time, uh, uh, we we did ask them whether we could continue the the the, the uh, 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 to operate in this site for uh, uh, um, more than three years because at, at the time the contract is uh, three years. And, and then, and then they, 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 they mentioned that verbally mentioned that uh, no development plan for the site, and then, and then because uh, we are, we were also green industry, uh, we uh, we were uh, the first uh, 
recycled pub milk for uh, beverage cartons in Hong Kong, and then that was also uh, 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 this also combined with their direction to support right. the uh, yeah. Yeah, local green industry. That's why I uh, okay. We signed the contract, and then we we uh, we hopefully we can we could run for at least six six year or more. And then, but uh, but after the first contract, they they mentioned that, that uh, because they they got some changes. Uh, in fact, we we heard about it uh, before, or uh, because of the uh, uh, the uh, the plan on the uh, micro electronics in the in the area. And then and then they they would like uh, they 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 mentioned that they could not. Uh, renew the contract for another three years, but just one year, uh, uh, year by year, and then uh, mm. yeah, yeah, and and so and, they and, want uh, to do something more high tech with your piece of land, is that? Uh, yes, yes. Nearby, they, they uh, uh, the 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 so-called micro electronic center being built, being built, and then and then will be in operation on uh, by two two four. Mm. Yeah. Uh, we, we did invite uh, the science uh, park uh, onto the programme and they sent us uh, a statement. Uh, it says uh, uh, HKSTP uh, uh, repositioned the city's three industrial estates into two uh, inno parks last year to foster reindustrialization. We've planned uh, meticulously on the land use of Inno Parks uh, based on set principles. Um, uh, as you mentioned, uh, Mr Yip, the, the Science Park uh, did offer to uh, give you a grace period if you need it, but um, uh, will you be taking up that offer? Uh, what sort of period would you need? Well, they are offering just a few months' grace period. Mm. We are talking about uh, those machinery. They are, they are tailor-made for this factory, and then, and then it took us nine months uh, to, to set up all the machine and build up the factory here uh, before we, 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 could, uh, we could operate. And then, and then, and, and then uh, well, just a few months' grace period uh, mm. to solve. And particularly, uh, we are talking about our, uh, 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 the, the, the recycling of used beverage cartons uh, uh, ha, ha, has already engaged almost a million Hong Kong on citizens. And, and, and they, they, they clean the, 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 the used beverage carton and then, and then, and then send to the, uh, let's say, like the uh, community recycling center, the, 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 uh, the Green Six, and then, and then, and then for Green Six sent to us for recycling. And if once we stop operation, uh, there will be no factory that can handle until maybe in 2025 because the Liu Hop Mill in, in Eco Park uh, 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 are ready to, uh, to operate. That means uh, 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 well, once we stop, in the coming few years' time, I, 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 the, uh, such a recycling habit uh, will be immediately uh, will be stopped. It. And then and we, we are talking about to build up such recycling, recycling habit is not an easy task. Uh, uh, you're talking about uh, 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 clean recycling, and then and, and then the the the, uh, the consumers, the citizens, they are willing to uh, uh, willing to really uh, well uh, uh, don't care about the troublesome, uh, but 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 just uh, 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 cut open the 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 the, the, uh, the drink pad and then clean it and then send to the the, the uh, designated recycling and uh, collection point. Oh, you imagine you're talking about uh, 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 in the past years, many people all, all already developed such habit, and then we stop, suddenly stop it. Then, yeah, and then once, uh, uh, well, we need to build up again. It will be very difficult because already lost confidence, and then already, yeah. 
Okay, let's bring in uh, Chung Shan Shan. Good morning to you. A senior lecturer at the Department of Biology at Hong Kong Baptist University. Um, thanks very much for joining us. So, what do you think are the uh, implications of this development for the recycling industry in general? Well, the implication is um, well, it's, it's more the implication on not the recycling industry, but the entire recycling plan for Hong Kong. Mm. Uh, because right now, Miu Miu is dealing with um, the lo- the least marketable paper-based materials uh, in Hong Kong. Right, use beverage cartons, paper cups, and mixed paper. So mixed paper at least um, account for some 10, 10 tons a day. So Miu Miu is taking that. That's what the uh, news reporters say. So um, and mixed paper, in fact, is being produced or generated in great quantities in Hong Kong each day. Mm-hmm. But the, uh, it is not marketable. It cannot be exported to mainland China. So um, the presence of Miu Miu uh, being able to deal with um, some of these least marketable paper-based material is very important. It's is basically giving us uh, at least some um, local recycling capacity to deal with um, the ways that others cannot be dealt with. So I think this is very significant. And um, if uh, Miu Miu is, uh, has to, to be eradicated uh, and uh, wait until tw- 2025, which I'm not too sure if, uh, if this will happen because um, if I don't know if you remember, because uh, the the same contract or the same site in Echo Park was earlier on in 2018 or 19 something that was was earlier on um, uh, awarded to already the contract was awarded once, mm-hmm. and for for some reasons I don't know why and I, and I, I don't know the exact reasons is is not uh, the the project is not uh, taking place at all. And then uh, all of a sudden in April this year, we were told that there is a new uh, contract awardee. So uh, as a a general member of the public, I'm not at all too too confident whether 2025, uh, by 2025, there will be be, uh, um, this uh, paper mill. Not to mention that um, uh, to deal with used beverage cartons or the the, the um, paper-based composite uh, material like um, the uh, Tetra Pak, um, you cannot have just an ordinary uh, recycling paper mill. Well, a lot of uh, there's a, a heavy investment in the pre-processing um, is needed. So, and not to mention that there are also residual materials. Right now, Mill Mill is not dealing with the residual material, the, the mixed plastic and aluminum layer. So they, they are selling it or exporting it to other places uh, for for further recycling or reuse. But what what happened in the in the future paper mill? Right, um, all these um, need to be considered. Uh, whether the future paper mill first will really uh, be built and commissioned. Second, is it uh, already in their plan that um, they are going to deal with um, uh, high more contaminated mixed paper and I'm, I'm just worried that um, if there is no 
um, agreements or uh, uh, strict monitoring, um, the paper mill may eventually be just dealing with um, the prime mater- paper materials um, that uh, many other uh, uh, places are also uh, uh, welcome. This, this seems a very strange development to me. I'm a complete outsider um, in, the, in the subject, but recycling, we're always being told, is absolutely critical for reducing the amount of waste just dumped in, in landfill or, or uh, burned up in, in incinerators. Surely I can under- appreciate the desire to have a higher technology content in, in, in something in a technology park, but surely someone's got to find another location for, for this purpose. We can't just abandon recycling. Yes, I completely agree with you. I, I, I don't think the government is trying to ban it. The government is, try, is, is simply um, hands-off, not, not directly involving anymore. Right? So this shows that there is a lack of coordinated effort, although the, the government or at least um, the, the EPD or EEB is saying that, oh, recycling is uh, important. But not every other government department is thinking the same way. All right? They all have their own goal, and we have been experiencing this kind of um, this coordinated effort uh, uh, a lot uh, in the past few years, at least um, uh, in, 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 in terms of environment. And a lot of the environmental goals, even though EEB is very diligent in pursuing it, other departments are not, but we need their help as well. Mm. What other areas of recycling do you think we could be doing a lot better? Um, surely plastic. Uh, I, I'm now in the recycling fund, uh, and uh, I know that uh, all of our um, uh, committee members are very concerned about uh, recycling of plastic. And there are a number of other um, not very recyclable materials um, that we also need to uh, find solutions uh, for, such as shoes, uh, used clothing. They are also very difficult to recycle. Um, and so far, we haven't um, really uh, get any uh, uh, effective solutions for them. So I, I think plastics and some other uh, composite uh, daily used items, composite materials uh, from daily uh, uh, used items, we, we need to focus our efforts on them. All right. Is there a single point in the administration which is taking the lead on recycling everything? Um. You may say it's uh, the EPD, uh, and then there's the Advisory Council on uh, Recycling Fund. Uh, but we, we only, the Recycling Fund, uh, Advisory Council only, only is responsible for vetting the projects, uh, giving approval or disapproval or rejecting certain applications. Um, but uh, in terms of the... Um, um, directly coordinating um, the effort, like uh, from the beginning to the end. For example, from Miu Miu, Harold can tell you how difficult it was at the very beginning um, to find the land, to, to set up all the plans, right, get the permits. And then at the end, he, he only got uh, three years of tenancy, hoping that there will be another three years. But uh, unfortunately, the land was not um, under the control of EEB. Right, the land was under control of some other uh, government department. So um, 
It's, 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 it is a, a discoordinated effort, um, I can only say, that uh, caused um, this kind of um, uh, uh, interruption. Okay, a couple of uh, messages here on our Facebook page. Uh, uh, this one from Angie says, uh, Thank you for featuring this so quickly. Environmental innovation is as important as any other technologies, uh, especially now. Uh, Richard says, uh, Perhaps the Environment Minister could use the emergency powers currently in force because of the COVID theatre to keep this recycling plant open. Just a moment. You're listening to Backchat. Call us on 233-88-266 and have your say. And a reminder, if you do want to send a message to our Facebook page, it's Backchat on RTHK Radio 3. Email backchat at rthk.hk. Um, Mr Yip, so the, the EPD, the Environmental Protection Department, uh, I believe it has been in touch with you, um, um, offering possibly uh, alternative sites. What's the situation there? Uh, I got a, a phone call from some staff in EPD, and they, 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 they simply informed me that there would be uh, a few pieces of land uh, to be available for recycling in the coming months. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, for for tend uh, for tendering for uh, for tendering again, mm-hmm. and then we can study whether uh, whether those sites suitable for our 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 use or not, and and and, and that's all. Well, uh, how much land do you need? Uh, for Miu Miu, the the, the the site is talking about uh, 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 fifteen thousand square feet. The 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 the, the uh, yeah the, the the factory area is just simply fifteen thousand square feet. And then and then of course we need more. Uh, well, the the whole factory in Yunnan is talking uh, outdoor another five thousand square feet. So it's only around twenty thousand square feet. Right. And how long would it take you to move? and set up in the new location if one could be found? Uh, OK, fairly speaking, uh, it's, uh, well, uh, if we need to build up again, it, it, at least uh, 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 six months, uh, uh, yeah, six months again. And, 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 on, and, and also because we are talking about, because many machines tailor make for this location, and then, well, probably most machines we have to scrap rather than move because uh, they oh. are they are just simply uh, uh, heavy metal work and then and then and then <laughs> yeah 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 you you have to cut and then send to the new location and set up uh, rather we we buy some new one and then scrap those metal oh. right so yeah and and then the, the expense I mean I always say that the highest cost is not about the machinery but rather the the infrastructure the electricity the the, the, the labor work on on installation on on, on our, our experience it, co- it contribute more than and uh, uh, 60 70 percent of the, the setup right actually if another site were found and you set up there with new equipment that there wouldn't then be a gap in the recycling were there because you could continue to run the old one um, and that pattern of people give, giving you the materials and collecting them and, and so on that would continue. It wouldn't be disrupted. That's the 
ideal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, we 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 uh, we talk to science part and we ask, well, whether we can renew, well, can can allow us to run for at least three years until two o two five the new new the, the new pump mill in operation. Then 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 we retreat or or uh, but we we will also find new location in in uh, at at the same time. Right. In fact, we even study new technology uh, that uh, use less. Uh, uh, require less land, uh, yeah, uh, uh, less electricity, right. more easy to set up. Uh, we are working. We have a team working on this crisis. That sounds an interesting development. Yeah, uh, where would the technology come from? Oh, okay. Uh, the technology. Well, at the moment, what we uh, we talked to a a a a a, a, uh, a America firm on this, and and but but they this is their own. Proprietary technology, and they right. they are they are not uh, they are not ready to franchise out. But uh, but they they share some information, and then we uh, our, our team uh, well uh, got the basic idea and uh, see whether we can have some breakthrough. Or, or, uh, yeah. OK, this issue is uh, generating quite a lot of interest on our Facebook page. Uh, Kim says, if I haven't misunderstood, it took nine years for the Science Park to approve and then offer Mill Mill a lease. They're now being asked to move after three years. They should at least offer an alternative site and subsidy for Mill Mill to move. Shouldn't the message be recycling is crucial and hence a necessity? Um, is, is that... Is that absolutely uh, correct, um, uh, Mr. Yip? Did it take nine years to get? Uh, no, 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 no. Yeah. No, I, I, I mentioned uh, we. Uh, it took us nine months, uh, nine months to uh, to set up, and nine then months. and then for uh, uh, once we found the uh, the factory, but but the factory being vacant for more than ten years here oh, yeah. in, in 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 the industrial estate, and then. And then we, we talk to Science Park whether we can make use of this old uh, vacant factory. And then, yep, then there, there was tendering process and we got it. OK, OK, thanks for that clarification. Another message from uh, uh, listener Helga says, uh, one, we need to stop giving Hong Kong households recycling options and then taking them away just as they get accustomed to it. Two, the collection infrastructure, hard to build up, will need to be dismantled. Uh, green at community stores, uh, Mill Mill's own network and Vitasoy's programmes. Uh, three, recycling offers an excellent opportunity for Hong Kong reindustrialization, but obviously less sexy than electricity. Electronics. Um, uh, uh, Chung Shan. So uh, the, the, we reported extensively uh, last year on the uh, new program, the new target for 2035 of, uh, of uh, reducing uh, waste, uh, um, you know, uh, boosting recycling, and so on. Um, what do you think are, are the prospects of uh, achieving uh, what the government attended, uh, intended? Uh, uh, zero landfill being. Um, um, one of the goals. Well, um, I think um, the main uh, contribution uh, for zero uh, landfill are the incinerators, not mm. the recycling. Right. Uh, I'm afraid because uh, right now it's uh, not really that easy to build uh, recycling uh, capacities locally. Uh, we see a lot of, of uh, the, the industry m uh, meets a lot of barriers uh, and problems. Um, but uh, one incinerator, one waste incinerator, should have have a capacity of 3,000 tons uh, per day. So if we have, uh, we, 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 will, we will soon have one 
um, uh, and if the government build another one, it will be 6,000 tons. Um, and then, um, including um, the uh, exportation of recycled material, uh, recycling material, recyclable materials, um, that should uh, be barely sufficient um, to deal with um, uh, all the waste disposed uh, in Hong Kong. So uh, I don't think Miu um, Miu have a major role to play uh, in this zero landfill. It has some contribution, but. Um, the, 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 this story with Miu Miu is more psychological than, um, than, than physical because um, it simply tells us that our governments are at odds with each other. It's, it's like a split character, a person with a lot of minds, a lot of things to, to care about, and then sometimes some, some, some particular personalities just uh, uh, come to dominate. The others. Yes, no, it's, it sets the, it's, the tone, it's doesn't sad. it? It's very frustrating. I mean, for for someone who who, who wants to contribute to the environment, who wants uh, who, who wants uh, to to deal with uh, climate change, instead of just sitting, lying our uh, laying back uh, without doing anything. The incineration doesn't sound environmentally friendly to me. Well, honestly, um, we don't have any other uh, proven technology that is comparably good at reducing the volume of waste, all right? Incineration is not the most ideal, but uh, facing with um, more than 10,000 tons uh, of municipal solid waste a day to deal with, uh, I mean, uh, I, I cannot blame the government of planning in another incinerator because um, I, I don't think there is on earth any technology uh, to deal with it. And if we, 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 we went back to um, the, the, the claim of um, a lot of green groups, let us reduce waste. Okay, look, can we reduce 9,000 tons of waste a day? Mm. With, a, uh, uh, with a flip of uh, fingers. Mm. We cannot. Okay. All right? uh, yeah, big problem, yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for speaking to us uh, on the programme this morning. That, uh, that was Chung Chang Shan, Senior Lecturer at the Department of Biology at Hong Kong Baptist University. Thanks very much to Harold Yip, Executive Director of Mill Mill. We'll be following uh, developments uh, with the story. Uh, we've got to take a break in a moment for the news at nine o'clock. We'll be back at three minutes past. Um, a look at the weather. Uh, sunny intervals today in a few showers, uh, top temperature around 32 degrees, uh, moderate fresh easterly winds occasionally strong offshore and the outlook is for sunny periods in the next few days. Windy tomorrow, it's currently 29 degrees, humidity 80%. <laughs> You're listening to the news on RTHK. And welcome back to Back Chat with Mike Rouse and me, Jim Gould. And uh, this morning we're talking about the recycling industry uh, in relation to uh, the company called uh, Mill Mill, which uh, recycles drinks cartons. It's the only company in the territory that does that at the moment. Um, but it's going to have to vacate its premises uh, in Yun Long because uh, the science park, which operates the area, uh, needs it for uh, what it calls a, a reindustrialization project. Uh, we've got a statement from the Science Park saying uh, it will continue to discuss the moving out date with the company and may offer a grace period if needed. But of course, uh, developments like this raise uh, question marks uh, over 
the uh, well-being of the recycling industry in general. Um, we're joined now on the line by Edwin Lau, uh, founder and executive director of the Green Earth. Good morning to you. Hi, good morning, Jim and Mike. Thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well, what's your assessment of uh, this current development? It's, uh, it's a sad story, actually, because uh, this uh, operation, the mill mill operation here, is the only one, only uh, uh, um, paper mill that could uh, recycle the liquid carton, which in the past never have such a facilities uh, uh, operated in Hong Kong. And it uh, already raised the awareness of most of the general public that uh, this petrol pack for beverages can be uh, uh, turn into resources can be recycled. In the past, people know this is just a piece of junk and just dump in the landfills. Now people get used to it and have the uh, habits established. And now they, they, they somehow it says, "Oh no, you you need to uh, uh, get away from this uh, science parks uh, lane, and you you just find uh, find your own ways to to, to reestablish." And I can see the government. Environmental policy in in the waste reduction is not uh, formally to be uh, uh, integrated in, in in the whole of the government. Because the science park corporation is kind of a big, uh, is backed up by the government, and kind of uh, government should the environmental bureau should be having uh, close uh, communication with them. And I can see in this incident is. There's no communication and there's no coordination. And right. this is one important uh, recycling facility being uh, kicked out uh, in, in a few you, months' time. It's very really sad. Do you think the government is giving enough priority to recycling generally? Uh, I would say no. Yeah. Now, even recycling is not the uh, only super bullet. I mean, there are other things that to be done is uh, waste avoidance we, we use. Right. And, and, and reductions and recycling, because we have have done a lot in the upper end of the waste hierarchy. Then the recycling, which is not at the upper, and still we need to practice this as a daily habit. And the government should give enough support to make sure this whole uh, chain of collection, uh, recycling, and the uh, end material could find a way out and turn it into resources. That right. is what the government always say uh, in the public, circular economy. So <laughs> circular economy, you, 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 you cut away the, the factory. And you, <laughs> now Hong Kong, you have, government has established over 160 uh, collection spots for this uh, textual pack. And now you have the collection, <laughs> but you don't have the factory to yeah. process it. Then it is what circular economy. I, I, <laughs> I have no answer. What, what other areas do you think we could be doing a lot better uh, for recycling? Uh, for recycling, actually, if there is the law, uh, producer responsibility law established, then it requires the producers and the retailers to set up a proper system to get these uh, uh, packaging waste enter into the uh, recycling chains and not relying on government efforts only, I would say now. Now it's purely government's efforts. And this uh, plan uh, established by, I mean, uh, individual company 
without much government support, and even just trying to find the land, the EPD say that uh, we have some short-term tenancy. But when you are an investor, you invest over $10 million for establishing your, all the equipment, your, your plant, and it takes, I mean, at least five years to get it, I mean, recover uh, uh, the, the investment and then uh, start to earn profit. Short-term tenancy yeah. is no way to uh, ease the uh, problem. It should be a long-term planning in the government uh, entire policy. They suggested uh, resource recovery uh, blueprints that will until 2035. It's all in the, all these things should be long-term, not in bits and pieces. I, 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 I write you, I mean, short-term tenancy is talking about one or two years, and then invest all the machines there, and the government says, okay, the land needs to be returned to government, and it's just kidding. Okay. No, no investor will do this. Okay, uh, we're also joined uh, now on the line by Alan Wong, who's vice president of the Hong Kong Scrap Plastic Association. Good morning to you. Good morning. So in this case that we've been discussing earlier, we we're talking largely about uh, recycling of mixed paper, but uh, what, what, can you give us an overview of the situation regarding uh, plastic? Uh, you mean the plastic? You, you mean yeah. the tetrapack uh, meal uh, that uh, will be closed down due uh, to the... Due to the rental uh, contract? Uh, yeah, uh, and, and, you know, just generally speaking, what's, um, what's it like with uh, uh, for recycling of plastic facilities? Uh, yeah, from this case, I think we, uh, I, I mean, every, every industry is just like this. In the recycling industry, we don't have enough land, proper mm -hmm. land, to do recycling. This is the first, first uh, problem. The second one is, uh, according to Edwin, I agree with them, I agree with Edwin that um, the government, the administration, has not given us enough proper capital or, or support on the industry. For example, uh, actually, uh, uh, we don't have resources for plastic recycling. And the government do, uh, are not enough resources to us. And, and in, in other countries, we, they have uh, a plastic producer responsibility, so that's the, the producer. Uh, which uh, produce single-use plastic, they have to pay the tax to recycle. Or we have MSW charge uh, uh, that makes people to do, to do source separation instead of just free dumping. So for these two strong reasons, uh, our industry can grow steadily. But without these two, we are suffering. Mm -hmm. For example, um, uh, the, the government say they have an eco bar for us to get into it. So before that meal, I mean, a meal meal phone that SSID that the Tetra Pack meal is closed down, I was the first one to uh, bid in the Eco Park to do the Tetra Pack recycling in that. But how, however, mm -hmm. I was lost in that tender because the government said my rental is so low. My bid on the rent is so low. So they said I'm not good enough. Unless my technical proposal is very good, they said my branch is so low. However, the tender arena that who wins the same lot on in the eco park for four years, they have not built anything in that part. They have not built anything. The land is wasted there. So um, I I think that the, the, the public resources in eco land is wasted for several years because they have the. Uh, um, principle that uh, the government should not do uh, the most, they, they should not chip in the capital, but just let the industry, industry recycle industry grow. But actually, 
the recycled industry cannot grow by itself. It cannot sustain by itself because we have zero MSW charge and we don't have a PRS. That means the uh, producer responsibility scheme. So nobody can survive without any support on this. Mm -hmm. Uh, we, we've got a waste charging scheme uh, coming in in the later part of next year. Um, yes. do, do, do you expect that that will make a, a big difference to, to public habits? I mean, um, uh, despite the fact that, okay, you know, we've got a difficulty with uh, facilities for recycling, um, but also um, there, there is an ongoing campaign to try to educate the public not to, not to throw so much away. So um, how do you think the picture is likely to develop? MSW charge is the beginning. It's, mm. a, it's, a, it's a good approach. But I would say I also write essays and I told other media that this is a baby scale of MSW charge. For example, we are charging like 300 Hong Kong dollars per metric ton to the land, to, to the landfill gate. If comparing to, 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 to Japan or to UK, they are around 1,000 Hong Kong dollars approximately. So three times, three times. Per Hong Kong. So I would say when we talk about the plastic bag levy tax, it was implemented in 2015. The first year, the plastic bag to the landfill has dropped. And then the second year, it kept rising. And then now the government and legislative council are debating if the plastic bag levy tax goes to $1 or $2 from 50 cents because the 50 cents has no economic value to the public for them to reduce right. single-use plastic bags. So I would say the MSW charge, such a baby scale, will have a small effect over the first year, but I expect maybe the public will get used to this MSW charge baby scale, and then the waste will go up again, go and up they again. don't do the source separation. So the reduction will be only short-term? I you, think so. Do you yeah. think the government is serious about recycling? Uh, you, sorry? Do you think the government is serious about recycling? I think they will, they will try to help, but uh, they don't chip in a lot of resources. This is trying to help me is not very serious. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to chip in. Uh, the MSW charging is the uh, basic for any city that wants to uh, reduce waste. That is very basic they should do. But in Hong Kong, we still haven't got this, uh, uh, this piece of law enacted. And the producer responsibility is a really uh, uh, effective scheme that uh, requiring the producers. Now, in Hong Kong, Tetra Pak uh, drink, the main po local producer is the whiter, whiter soil we, we <laughs> sometimes drink. And then they, they produce a lot of this Tetra Pak uh, drink uh, waste. Every day, uh, we throw away about... 67 tons, metric ton a day in the landfills. And if there's a law producer responsibility, then at least these local uh, beverage producers has to contribute money, resources, and for the private sector in uh, the industry to develop this uh, um, uh, system to recycle this petrol pack and turn it into raw material. And then the government's land support is by lending the uh, land with a kind of reasonable rental, not very high rental as uh, the popular developer can afford to. But recyclers is earning on a very low profit margin. It's not like building a, a commercial A-grade building. They can right. earn fortune. It's, it's two different stories. 
to an extent, then recycling is a social purpose rather than an economic opportunity. And, and one more thing is uh, we, we are thinking uh, that they're not serious about recycling, it's our will, but the fact is the recycle rate has been hit at the lowest point ever. Uh, we are, the, MS, uh, the overall recycle rate in Hong Kong is 28%. It is the lowest point ever have. Uh, compared to uh, Western countries, uh, 50% in Korea is over 60%. So you can see the fact, the figure, 28% is our serious, I mean, I mean our attitude. Uh, to recycling, so this is the fact. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Germany has a recycling rate of seventy percent, which is uh, quite impressive. Yes. Mm. So mm. at the moment, the government, the EPD, is considering the uh, producer responsibility scheme for beverage container, but the government only mentioned that they will uh, include the plastic uh, beverage bottle, not the tetra pack in the initial kind of uh, thinking. So Green uh, Group, we have uh, told the government that please include all types of packaging, including right. pack. Otherwise, they will be left uh, off the hook and oh. they, they, they need not to, uh, to be uh, responsible uh, for their beverage waste, which is really bad. How do we do on glass bottles? Glass bottle is similar to other beverage containers as long as there is a clear incentive, economic incentive for consumer to bring back the glass bottles to some uh, designated locations uh, uh, set up by the industry or by the government, then the recovery rate will be uh, getting much higher than currently, which is really relying on uh, the two uh, government contractors to go out to, say, restaurant bars to uh, pay a little bit of money for the cleaners to help them to uh, recover those glass bottles. Sometimes it's from the big uh, waste stream, which is really, I mean, uh, untidy and, and not decent work. But if there's, there's an incentive, say, for example, every return glass bottle is like a dollar, for example, a dollar uh, for, for your deposit and with, uh, to, you can redeem, then it encourage a lot of the consumers to uh, hold up your used glass bottle and bring it there. Just like in, in UK, every week they have uh, asked the people that this week on, say, Monday, we collect glass bottle. Then all the people will uh, collect the glass bottle, mm. say, place outdoor or put it in the uh, community kind of uh, mm. collection point for the government contractor to pick it up. And mm. then they, they can uh, get some uh, money. So this system... Deposit and return, uh, integrating the uh, financial incentive there for the customer is very, very important and is a must. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I'm afraid we're out of time for this uh, section of the programme, but uh, thank you very much to both of you for uh, joining our discussion. That was Edwin Lau, founder and executive director of the Green Earth, and thanks very much to Alan Wong, vice president of the Hong Kong Scrap Plastic Association. You're listening to Backchat. Call us on 233-88-266 and have your say. And for the uh, remaining part of the programme this morning, uh, we're talking about... 
the way that um, ozone pollution and smog uh, can affect our health. That's because uh, a major new study is uh, being launched um, involving uh, several uh, universities. It's a, it's a joint study. Uh, uh, the University of Science and Technology's Institute for the Environment uh, is teaming up with the, the government's uh, EPD, Environmental Protection Department. Um, uh, the, the research uh, is also going to include uh, the Chinese University, uh, City University, the Polytechnic University. Um, it's a major event. Um, we have on the line with us Professor Alexis Lau, uh, Director of the Institute for the Environment at HKUST. Uh, good morning to you. Good morning. So, um, uh, it seems like a, a great deal of new technology and coordination is going to go into this study. W what are you hoping that it will achieve? Well, uh, because ozone is different from other pollutants, uh, other, many other pollutants are directly emitted at the pollution source, and we can deal with those quite uh, relatively easier. Ozone is emitted by... Uh, like a lot of different uh, precursor, and then the ozone and the smog is formed in the atmosphere. So with the new instrument, we want to be able to identify what are the major source contributing to the ozone in this region. Mm -hmm. What's our present situation like? Well, our present situation in the past 10 years, uh, we have seen uh, ozone slowly creeping up. Uh, that's because of some of the nonlinearity in the thing, that when we start cleaning out other pollution, uh, ozone actually can become more and more uh, higher. And we have to really understand what are the key pollutants contributing ozone, and then we can uh, fix the problem. That sounds interesting. Does that mean we've been doing better in other areas? Yes, we are doing much better, like uh, sulfur dioxide, particulate, NOx. Uh, we are having more than 30 to 50 percent uh, reduction in the past 10 years. Unfortunately, it's just the uh, atmospheric uh, photochemistry. Uh, with the, uh, if we don't know what is contributing ozone and we don't target those, then ozone can continue to climb. Mm. And this is a regional issue. Yes, this is a regional. We have, uh, in the past year, conducted a lot of uh, flights as well as ship measurement outside uh, in the ocean area as well as up in the atmosphere, showing that the ozone uh, all around is very high. Will you be working with universities in the mainland? Yes. Uh, the, actually, even now, uh, the observations are being taken by university uh, in uh, the Peru Delta as well as in Macau. Yeah, uh, yeah. I believe you have a scientific steering committee with uh, uh, researchers from uh, Hong Kong and the mainland uh, taking part in this. Um, we've seen very high levels of uh, air pollution over the past week or so. Um, uh, my understanding is uh, that's been blamed on the presence of uh, powerful typhoons uh, not coming here but close enough, uh, the other side of uh, Taiwan, to affect the weather here. I mean, these are big uh, areas of low pressure, obviously, which uh, um, I guess uh, draw in pollutants uh, uh, from the mainland and from you know, other parts uh, of the region. Uh, uh, am, I, am I right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, the primary reason is still the emission, which is coming out every day. 
And then normally with the wind uh, strong, they can be blown away. The dispersion helps. Mm. But uh, during this typhoon season, uh, the typhoon center is very high wind. But around the typhoon, actually, uh, there's a region of sinking and very slow uh, wind speed. So that will uh, lead to accumulation of the pollution. And then when the typhoon is in our east, then there is slow but very weak wind from the north, creating a situation that is not good for air pollution uh, in Hong Kong and for the whole region. Now, now this uh, ozone and photochemical smog, um, what, what does it do to us? Well, uh, ozone is a very reactive gas, and the photochemical smog are very small particles. Uh, they can get into our lung and then attack different uh, organs. And a study have already shown that ozone, in terms of short-term health effect, is going to cause a lot of like headache, uh, eye, nose irritation, uh, a lot of this problem. And then the small particulate actually can stay in the lung and cause uh, even longer-term health impact. So ozone, in your mind, is a is a bad thing, a bad situation. Yes, ozone in the surface is bad because it's very reactive. It can damage the lung, uh, even the central nervous system, and so on. But then the uh, particulate, which is the smog, actually they are particles, uh, will stay in the lung. And so they have long-term cancer effect also. Because in, in the past, we've talked about protecting the ozone layer. Yes, that's when the ozone is very high up, like in 15 kilometers or above. Those ozone help us uh, filter out the ultraviolet radiation. But when the ozone is on the ground, that is not good. So ozone up there is great, ozone down here is not great? No. (laughs) Okay, and you're going to find out where it's, how it's developing? Yes. We are trying to find out what type of industry as well as what type of product, what type of process are giving out the precursor of the ozone, and then we can try to replace those uh, product or process to make the ozone in this region lower. Mm. Okay, uh, we have an email here from a listener guy says, um, it's unfortunate that the EPD refused to consider completing the geographical coverage of the SAR with its uh, air quality monitoring stations. Sai Kung has none, i.e. Sai Kung Town. Ma and Shan likewise has none, yet both are increasingly heavily populated districts. Both communities accordingly have to rely on the data produced by geographically distant stations. Similarly, the University of Science and Technology Supersite, funded wholly or in part by Hong Kong taxpayers, refuses to perform a public service by releasing its data in respect of Clearwater Bay. Is, um, why is this? Um, uh, uh, Professor Lau, um, d- does uh, Guy have a point there? Well, we are actually having an app that mm. uh, produces the distribution of different pollutants all around Hong Kong, not just in the uh, Clearwater Bay, uh, but everywhere in Hong Kong. We have real-time analysis and uh, some of the data that the uh, email uh, uh, talk about is mm. being put into the system and then released in real time. Mm. So right. he, we, members of the public can access this? Yes. Mm. Uh, it's on an app called uh, Praise Hong Kong, P-R-A-I-S-E-Hong Kong. And mm. then uh, if they download the app, then 
uh, anywhere in Hong Kong, they can get real-time uh, understanding of the variation. Okay, okay. Well, that's th uh, very useful to know. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, thank you very much for uh, speaking to us uh, on the programme uh, this morning. That was Professor Alexis Lau, a director of the Institute for the Environment at uh, Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. Um, now, we have a, uh, just a, a few emails here from uh, listeners which I'd like to read before the end of the programme. Um, this one from Mark says, uh, as shown in the discussion, that was the discussion earlier about uh, recycling, the government tendering process is uh, outdated and flawed. It needs a comprehensive review. Um, Alonso uh, writes, uh, this is to do uh, with uh, arrivals testing positive for COVID, says uh, uh, the number of daily imported cases yesterday was 174. It's been fairly steady at this level for the past few weeks. Um, goes on to point out that uh, this is taking place in the context of very low passenger arrivals. Uh, uh, Alonso says, so while I fully support uh, scrapping of hotel quarantine for arrivals to Hong Kong, I'm curious as to how the government is planning to deal with the inevitable resultant spike in imported cases when tourism recovers. Uh, will positive cases be forced to isolate? If so, where? Hotel or government centre? Or will the Hong Kong government, like most of the rest of the world, stop testing arrivals and accept that COVID is endemic and that Hong Kong's public is well protected against severe illness through vaccination and herd immunity? Um, uh, another message here from uh, James. This relates to uh, yesterday's topic about tree management. It says uh, uh, the responsible government department uh, goes to the trouble to name and number trees. Uh, surely they have records of age of trees, location and risk in the context of storms and typhoons. If not, why not? Okay, thank you very much uh, uh, for those messages. Um, it's time to bring the programme to a close almost. Uh, uh, thanks to you, Mike. Well, we generated a lot of uh, feedback uh, we from did. listeners. We did, we? which is, uh, which is uh, always good, doing our job. So, uh, look at the weather before we go to the news summary and brunch with Noreen. It's going to be uh, some sunny intervals today and a few showers. Top temperature around 32 degrees. Uh, moderate, fresh Easterly winds, occasionally strong offshore later. The outlook, sunny periods in the next few days. Windy tomorrow, it's currently 29 degrees, humidity 79%. Take a happy ride with Joy card. Just tap and feel the joy of getting around. Hey pals over 65, you must apply for a Joy card in phases by the end of 2023. Your current octopus will not be covered under the $2 scheme in future. Hong Kong residents born in 1953 must apply for a Joy U card in September by Octopus app or by post. For details, visit the Joy U card website or call 3147 1388. The new summary with Andrew Shirovsky. Thank you, Jim. Leading microbiologist and government advisor Young Kwok Young says COVID-19 has become endemic in Hong Kong and that it's time for the government to relax social distancing measures so life can get back to normal. Beijing has said President Biden's latest comments that 